pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerd Podcast. This is your girl Felony Ann, and this is your girl Nay. How are you enjoying spring? I'm enjoying it. I like it. I'm just irritated right now, feeling a little sick because of all of the pollen and having like it's like it's coming down in droves. But outside of that, doing pretty good. What about yourself? I'm here. Just need to get outside more. But other than that, I'm fine. Even though when I get outside, of course, I sneeze and everything, but still. Yeah. I feel you. All right. So I guess we can go ahead and jump into this week's hot topics. Let's start off with sending our condolences to the family, friends, supporters, fans, so many different people who um, are feeling the loss of DMX, Mr. Earl Simmons. He did pass away um, at the age of 50. It was reported that he suffered, um, I think it was either a stroke or a heart attack due to um, after a, you know, he was after he had like a overdose from from using and then he ended up slipping into a coma and passed away so definitely condolences and prayers to you know his family and friends and supporters just so many different people who are feeling that loss definitely that was a heavy one I mean because that's an artist that like I grew up on and just knowing his demons and the things that he suffered with as well so I'm definitely condolences to his family and friends Absolutely. I think it was hard for a lot of us because it's just, like you said, it's somebody that we grew up on. We know like every one of his albums. His, I mean, it's just DMX is legendary to a lot of us. So it's just definitely it was one. It was definitely one of those ones that it was like, wow, wasn't expecting that, you know. So quick hitters. Um, this one is just for me. It's the nerd in me. Um, WrestleMania was this weekend. Um, on Sunday, and for the first time ever, um, there was they're broken into two nights, and on the first night, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks they made history by becoming the first Black women to headline WrestleMania. Um, ultimately, Bianca Belair won the match, so she, um, I adore Bianca Belair. I love her, Tennessee girl. Whoop whoop. And so just congratulations to both of those young ladies. Um, They did an incredible job. Um, And it's finally good to start seeing some diversity being pushed to the top in in that world. So congrats to them. And um, another really quick hitter is Nas X's song, Call Me By Your Name, has apparently been being pulled from um, streaming services or streaming platforms, different people um, and across the world in different countries and things like that. Um, when they go to like their Apple Music or Spotify or whatever and they try to play the record, it is saying not available, not available. So I don't know. I just feel yeah. like it's just bullshit. <laughs> like there's so many other like worse and no one had an issue with the song. It was the video that you had issues with. And it's like, even then, that's his creative expression. You don't have to partake in it. Like, move along. Like you said, there's so many records that actually reference hell, like someone pointed out Highway to Hell. Right. Um, 
there's so many and and it's so weird to me because I'm like rock bands have been using that whole Satan trope for years and years and years and years and years and it's like people just go with it and say nothing but a black kid does it and all of a sudden it's just like anarchy you know I don't know and it was just so many people like I love his clapback show um, through it all where he's like, I think it was like Jordan Lucas or Lucas Jordan, whatever his name is, was like, our kids listen to old country. Take that's his first song that we knew him of. Um, what's the old country road song? Like yeah, I know what song I'm talking about. Old Town Road. There we go. Old Town Road. And it was like, our kids listen to that song, blah, blah. blah. And he was like, I'm literally talking about doing drugs and infidelity on this song. So it's like, bro, can y'all just leave him alone? Like, seriously but like and it just shows that you you're you're very selective about what you pick to be outraged about like he was singing about fidelity infidelity and drugs and you like our kids listen to this song that was a kid song no the hell it wasn't big facts like that that whole argument to me made zero absolute zero sense because for the record We've said a multitude of times you should never be looking to celebrities as role models or as people to raise your kids. They are not that. And as many celebrities who have said that, it was funny to see so many of them coming out saying with this whole faux outrage, our kids listen to this, blah, 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 blah. First of all, there's a whole separate YouTube for children that shouldn't, Little Nas X videos shouldn't be popping up on because as someone who uploads things to YouTube, I know there is a space on YouTube where you have to literally, you cannot even upload until you indicate if it is, a, you know, if it's sensitive to children or if it's, you know what I mean? So it can't even be uploaded onto the account. So obviously that wouldn't, that's not going to appear on the children's portion of YouTube. That means you have them using the adult account, your adult version with no parental controls. And it's like, that's the only way they could be subscribed to Little Nas's X channel to be able to even be seeing anything that he's dropping. You know what I mean? So, like, that whole excuse, to me, more highlights your lack of parenting your child and expecting someone else to do it than it does at what he anything that he says or does, you know? That's correct. Yep. And that's how I feel. So, I was like, I, I don't know. I just feel like. I don't understand outrage like that. I had nothing to do with y'all, and where he what he do with his genitals? Still, I got nothing to do with y'all. His whole issue because I'm like, hey, he not. I really feel like, hey, he not came out and said he was punk. It would have not been a big issue. Like you probably would have still had a couple of people outraged, but I don't think it would have been that big of an issue. I just didn't. I I just didn't grasp the whole issue in general. Like I said, yeah. people have been talking about the state you know, Satan and devil and blah, 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 blah for ages upon ages. It's not something that's new in music, any form of entertainment. It's not like a new thing. So I don't understand where this faux outrage is coming from. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't believe, you don't believe. Like, so I don't get it, you know? And like I said, and then the whole thing with the shoe issue, like, I didn't understand that either because I'm like, y'all weren't outraged when they dropped the, the godly shoe. Which to me, I would have been more outraged by because one, it was tacky, and two, <laughs> it 
And two, like they literally put like holy water in it. Like it seems so sacrilegious to me. But y'all wasn't outraged by that. A lot of y'all was like, oh, those is hard. So what was the issue with the little with the little demon shoe? If people wanted to buy it, that's their personal preference or business. But it is what it is, I guess. Hmm. Just weird. Like it's hell. Absolutely. Absolutely. But please, can we please stop with this whole argument? about the kids like y'all don't give a fuck about the kids like half y'all kids um and you know and half y'all in the car with y'all kids knowing all the words to throw baby like stop it listen <laughs> it with y'all singing a whole song singing everything to i thought a broke nigga said something so don't do that big face like let's move on so let's get into the two most serious i would say two most serious topics that have come out this week Obviously, yet again, we have seen another black man who was murdered by the police. 20-year-old Dante Wright in uh, Minnesota was killed by Officer Kim Porter, well, former officer now, Kim Porter. She, based on the body cam video, based on everything that we're hearing, she claims that she thought she was pulling her taser, but ended up pulling her gun and quote-unquote accidentally shooting him. It's just, it's another poor example of, you know, disregard for Black bodies. It's another poor example of the excuses that they will come up with. We saw the exact same excuse with the murder of Oscar Grant. Um, I mean, literally the exact same excuse. Oh, I thought I was going for my taser. Like, we've seen that they literally make tasers a different size texture from a, you know, feel yeah. from an actual handgun. So that type of mistake can't be made. Not only that, Kim Porter was 26 years on the force, supposedly trained, you know what I mean? Ahead of the police union at one point. She was actually at the time on, you know, training another off person to become an officer. And you, quote unquote, made that mistake? Like, what the, what does that say about your police force? Oh, just, I, like, I just try to, like, just shit my brain off because I'm, like, I'm just sick of it. Like, it's the same freaking excuse, nothing different. The only thing now is, like, you, you went back to Oscar Grant. It's either you made a mistake or you know you fear for your life and then you also have on the other side where I feel like okay if you made a mistake you pay consequences because everyday people if you make a mistake you you get second degree murder which they did charge her with eventually but of course I feel like that was just to keep the peace um and probably to stop the looting and the rioting or whatever but I'm like let's see conviction rates for them making mistakes yeah. And and let's clarify, she didn't get charged with second degree murder. She got charged okay. with second degree manslaughter. Oh, sorry. It's important. It's an important distinction just because yes. we know that manslaughter charges basically, especially as you get further and further down, like second degree, third degree men, it's basically slap on the wrist. Yeah. Let's be honest. We'll be surprised if she receives any jail time. Um, with that charge you know what I mean she may get a six-month sentence and probably get like a time served 
or something like that. It'll be, ex- I mean, it literally smells the same way as the, the Oscar Grant situation, minus the fact that the Oscar Grant guy had only been on the force for like a year. And this woman was 26 years in, but essentially it's, I, I, I feel like this will play out fairly similar, similar way. She'll end up probably getting a slap on the wrist, maybe like I said, six months, and then probably get like a time serve and be out in amongst her family and friends. She'll still, as she quit her job, she'll still probably file for early retirement, receive her pension, pay from, you, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just one of those, it's just like you just throw your hands up. Like I had to, when I started seeing all of those different images, it was everywhere. Like I had to decompress. Like I, I turned off TVs. I avoided places on social media because I mean, like I have said a million times, I really wish they would put warnings in front of those type of videos and things on social media. Like, Hey, graphic footage coming. Please. If you know, if it's one of those things you don't want to watch, please skip over it. Like I really wish they would put, start putting warnings. Because it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, for Black people, it's a lot for us to continually have to see our trauma and and pain splayed out on display like that. You know what I mean? It's a lot. And that's the same thing. Like, I, like, if I see, like, the name, I'm like, oh, let me keep strolling. Um, I didn't even watch the video recording of the Army sergeant, I think, that or lieutenant, one of them. Correct. Um, that was, like, pepper sprayed. and all that. I couldn't even watch it because I'm like, it just makes me angry. And I sit in that anger for so long that I know it's not healthy. Yeah. It's definitely, like I said, it's definitely triggering. And it's a lot. Like, we, I feel like we just... You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I had to call people, check in on them, check on their mental health and everything like that. Because it's just like, it's so much, Im- so many, so many images that we're being bombarded with that it's just, ooh. and it almost seems like we don't really even have any escapes. And this is kind of like just sidebar off of, off of this situation a little bit. But even in entertainment, we're starting to see so much what they call black trauma porn. Um, that's what I, I consider it as well, where it's literally like the same tropes over and over now in movies. And they're calling, they're basically disguising it as, well, this is what's going on in real life. And we need to show this to people. But at the same time, it's just like we trauma for us over, over and over and over again. It's like we see it in real life. I don't really want to see it. <laughs> and every and, and we experience it. it's not even just seeing it's like this is what we experience and it's not anything that I want to constantly see when I just want to watch a television show because a lot of we most of us use television to be compressed at the end of the day and I want to turn on my tv and see that and it, Lena <sighs> girl listen as soon as first of all as soon as I saw the name of the show I was like oh this seems like it's going to be a knockoff of Jordan Peele's show but then when I started seeing the reviews on Twitter, I was like, thank heavens that my insight said, do not watch <laughs> this. Because Yo, Spidey nope. sense is already worn out. Because <laughs> <laughs> nope, when I saw all the people talking about it, I said, I already knew because I don't know what it is with Lena Wave. 
It's like she has an obsession with showing the most brutal instances of our pain. And I just, I'm not with it. I'm not with it at all. Like, I applaud her for getting her foot through the door and trying to, to make a name for herself. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. Is can you pick some else? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that makes me appreciate Miss Marseille Martin so much more because baby girl to be 16 with that type of wisdom to say, uh uh-uh. uh, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I avoid <laughs> those scripts. And if you bring one of them to me, it ain't gonna be made by me. And I'm just like, okay, sis, yes, yes. So I don't know, but all in all. Getting back to the whole the whole situation at hand, like I said, Kim Porter was charged. We'll see how it plays out. I'm not, honestly, I am not hopeful. I'm not, but we shall see how everything goes. And then I guess our final hot topic for this week is it has been reported that the U.S. has suspended or paused the use of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine due to a unidentified blood clotting issue. So apparently six women reported having blood clots. I think they said one passed away, but, you know, the other five had like a serious blood clotting issue. Um, I just recently seen an update on it. They're saying that they're wondering if it, since it only affected women, if it had to do, if it's hormonal. All in all, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Out of all of the vaccines, Johnson & Johnson was the one that I was the most skeptical about. It was the one that if it came down to they giving appointments and they saying, all we doing is Johnson & Johnson. Nah, I'm good. I can't do the Johnson <laughs> They was never, for me, they was never on the table of consideration for taking the vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, uh-uh. not Johnson & Johnson. The ones who, you know, literally created cancer in baby powder. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, that's and I've seen like a lot of people here. Uh, I saw like one post where they were saying that Johnson Johnson was like, I don't know how true it is, but they were saying like it was big in like sh- Chicago areas and like the black communities or whatever. And I was like, I don't know. And then other people were saying it it became popular because, of course, people by being a low income area, they were vaccines were available to them first. And a lot of richer people were coming to that area to get vaccinated. So I don't know. Like, disagree with that. Only yeah, because, I want Only because of the simple fact that the vast majority of places, the Johnson and Johnson were only really popular in the places that started opening up to allow like the small, the, the chain, the chain pharmacies to give the shot because it's quicker because it's only a one shot. So people only had to have it one shot. So the majority of like vaccination sites are only doing the two shot ones. But if you were getting it at like the, for convenience at like the Walmart or Walgreens, et cetera, et cetera. They were the main ones offering the Johnson and Johnson. And I mean, that affects all communities. And and like I said, it, it appealed to a lot of people only because it was just one shot yeah. as opposed to having to come back to two separate appointments. But in my area, I can, I can speak for, 
for sure. In my area, they don't even offer the Johnson & Johnson. They only are giving the Pfizer. So Mine as well. I only... And I've seen well, Pfizer. Yeah, that's the only one that I've seen. So, and that's the one that I'm taking. So. Yeah. I will be transparent. I've already gotten my first dose. So, scheduled for my second dose at the end of the month. So, so how are you feeling? So, after the first shot, honestly, the only issue I had was like my arm hurt. Like when they say now, I'll be for real about that. When they say that your arm will hurt, your arm hurt. Like, and it don't, it hits you like after, like it'll hit you right pretty much after, right after it will be like a little dull pain. But then like the next day, like your arm will actually hurt, but it, it wore off pretty quickly outside of that. But I already kind of had knew what to expect because my parents had taken it. And I had a bunch of like aunts and uncles and all of that. And they kind of, I kind of got to see how, you know, all that played out with both my parents. Like my dad and I kind of had some similar symptoms. Like on the first one, we had like headaches and stuff like that and like a pain in our arm. And then the second one, he was perfectly fine. My mom, she, her first shot, she was perfectly fine. And the second one, she was really sleepy afterwards and all of that, but wasn't like no huge major side effects. Nothing that like some Pedialyte. You know what I mean? Drink some media light, get your electrolytes up, you fine. Okay. <sighs> I'm nervous, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, I mean, a, a, literally, it wasn't, it was not as bad as I expected. Like, I literally got in, um, I made my appointment for, like, I think it was 11.45, got in the little line, hopped in really quickly, stayed for my 15 minutes to make sure, you know, that you didn't have any side effects, and then went home like I said the worst to me the worst part of it is just the shot aspect <laughs> so, I don't like needles <laughs> that was pretty much the the worst part of it all and then like I said the um I drove myself so I will recommend I was dumb and I was like oh it doesn't matter which arm you put it in so she put it into my left arm and I am left-handed, so when I was driving, I was like, oh, this hurts, damn it. I should have chose the right arm, but <laughs> outside of that, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't bad. Like, I I, do, I feel, and I generally feel better when I'm out now in spaces, when I'm in the gym, even though I still wear my mask, I don't give a shit, I'm still wearing it, um, <laughs> but I just genuinely feel better about being out and about now. I'm excited. And I read like the research that was saying like mothers, if you're breastfeeding and you take it, you give your baby the antibodies. So they kind of like push me and like, okay, I have to do it even no, not just for myself, but for my baby as well. So yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because it's so many people like, oh, we're gonna have a you know. I don't know. It's just like you hear all the conspiracy theories and stuff that we've been having. Like people like, oh, we're going to have um, the vaccination passport. I'm like, but that's the same thing like your little blue or green card that you have to give. You know, when you went to college and made sure that you were vaccinated for meningitis and stuff like yeah. that. Like, it's just weird. I'm like, it's just electronic, you know, or if they're going to do electronic or if you got to show it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure when measles was a big thing and you wanted to go and, you know, travel across the U.S., I'm pretty sure you probably had to show, like, listen, yeah, I'm not going to spread measles to your population. Here's my proof that I'm vaccinated. It's 
I don't know. I feel like the internet is, it's a good place, but then at the same place, at the same time, it's so fucking scary because anybody can say any fucking thing. And if yeah. it has a, a little tiny ounce of sense to it, and I, when I say tiny, I mean very tiny because a lot of it is bullshit. People just like run with it and be like, oh yeah, that's true. And you know, this, this vaccination has only been for a year. And I'm like, like even doing research on it, I'm like, it's, they're, they were already working on it from the 2003 outbreak, but it was only one or two cases here and there. So it was no immediate need. Right. So. Exactly. That's, just, what people, that's what people just don't understand. And I'm with you. Like, I didn't understand like that, the what I call the faux outrage, because I'm like, y'all act like before y'all had to go to school, like you didn't have to present your shot record. Like you couldn't even go to school if you hadn't had you're certain vaccinate like you know what I mean like I don't what's the what's the difference like I just people just want to be outraged about anything nowadays like I said and like I, I can definitely understand the hesitancy because I was hesitant we talked about it here on the show but ultimately I just had to boil down to like think about it like this like I eat fast food I eat junk food like who knows what the fuck they put in all the different foods and crap that we're eating anyway. So it's like in the air quality and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to think about shit like that. It's like, shit, fuck it. it, (laughs) You got to gamble. I mean, we take a gamble with, like I said, the food that we eat and all that shit like that. Like it don't deter people. We know how bad fast food is for us, but it don't deter our fat asses from eating fast food. So fuck it. Sometimes you got to take a gamble on the risk and if it comes back to bite you, it comes back. But at least in the moment, like I said, I genuinely feel better about being outside. That's what I want to get to. So I'm like, I'd be fine. I'm like, I don't want to catch COVID. Yeah. And just hearing people's stories about like, oh, I caught COVID. And, you know, these are my symptoms and it was horrible. And I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> And then the after effects to me is like yeah. shit. And I know like people have um, neuro neurological symptoms. Good lord, that that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And I was reading like on one post where people were saying like they had COVID last year in like the summertime and they still don't have taste. Oh, good. Or it's like spotty, it's here and there, like you know, some days it's like, okay, I can taste. Or it's like, I can only taste metal when I eat food. I'm like, they will probably be good for me. But I know that, like, I can't imagine that has to, like, play really hard on your psyche and your mental. Like, even though, it, it, you know, it's just something like, you know, normal. Like, okay, I can taste food. I can smell stuff. Like, me not being able to taste the smell, probably like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die. <laughs> so, I I don't know. And like I said, just seeing like how you're saying the neurological effects, people are saying they still have like brain fog. And the work that I do is my job. I actually process like people death claims. And I've seen so many people like COVID-19 pneumonia, COVID-19 pneumonia, or they may have something, you know, they like 50 and like, oh, well, you know, they had cancer, but COVID-19 made it worse. Right. So it's like, yeah, we we got to do better. And I don't, what is it about the U.S. and not wearing masks? We are, are past the year in this thing. Why are we still fighting with people to wear masks? I, I, don't, know. I, I don't, I do not understand that at all. 
I will say though, on on the the note as far as the vaccines, the one I say positive that we can well besides the fact that people are obviously getting vaccinated and we'll be able to kind of get back to some sort of semblance of our older lives as we what we consider normal life or whatever they are reporting because of what you know the, what they were able to do with these vaccines and being able to use mRNA with the with the making of these vaccines that it has significantly impacted um, the fights against AIDS and um, cancer research as well. They are they're now entering into heavier clinical trials with an mRNA sample for both cancer, um, different forms of cancer, by the way, as well as for AIDS that the, the, the M, with the use of mRNA, they feel that they may be able to um, isolate the um, isolate the what causes the the viruses and what causes cancer and be able to fight it off and hopefully cure both of those things. So, I mean, listen, sometimes with with these types of situations, there's a significant, you know, with science, that's the one thing about science. Sometimes it just takes a little domino to fall before other big dominoes start to fall. So, yeah. So hopefully we shall see kind of what comes up of it. And like I said, I think that they said with the Johnson and Johnson one, for those people who had already gotten it, they said it was like such a super significant rare blood clot thing that they said, don't even, like if you had it weeks and weeks ago, you're fine. Don't worry about it. And just for people who have just recently got it, that they should, you know, look out for those abnormal symptoms and then go back um, to report. But like, I mean, they said what six cases out of like fifty. I don't know, million. Whole, Seven million people. Yeah. So it's like that's less than one percent. Like way less. So than one. Yeah. So nonetheless, obviously, like I said, it's everybody's own choice. Make your Make whatever choice you want to make, but, you know, don't let misinformation deter you if that's your only deter, you know? Yeah. All right. So now um, that is all we have for Hot Topics. I don't have anything else listed on the list. So let's go ahead and move into the relationship portion of our show. This week, um, you have a lifestyle question, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. So my question is, what is one bad kitchen habit that you have? Bad kitchen habits. I have a few. <laughs> um, for one, I like, I'm one of those people who like, I have like a plethora of spices and I like to take them all out while I'm going. <laughs> I be, listen, I be driving people insane because, you know, I can't just, sometimes I just want to use a certain spice. But then sometimes I can't decide. And so you have to like take and look and while you're cooking, you know, oh, I might want to use, let me try and put some of this. Oh, I like this. I'm putting, you know what I mean? So that drives the people who are around. That's why, listen, when I cook, I I don't like for people to be in my kitchen with me because I'm just like, let me do me, man. I'll clean it up after I'm done, but let me do what I need to do while I'm cooking. And then I would say my second bad kitchen habit, and this is what I know that I have to have 
a legitimate high key partner. Like we have to have a compromise. Like I'll clean this if you clean this because I hate to do dishes. Absolutely hate doing dishes. To me, it's just one of the grossest things ever. So I'm like one of those people like who with their partners, you know how they have those compromises. Like one person will do the laundry and the other person will fold, agree to fold. I will clean the entire kitchen. You just got to do the dishes. That's me. I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) um i think for me um i definitely use way too many paper towels when i say way too many paper towels like every time if like i'm washing dishes or like if i'm doing anything and i like go in i rinse my hands off i use a paper towel uh wiping the counter off use a paper towel i don't know why i do it Cause it's like you could have just used the towel to do that, but I do. Um, let me see what else. And cups, like I use a cup, every, a new cup every time I get something to drink. Oh yeah, see, see. Uh, that's my, mom. Like, my mom does that too, man. That drives me insane. I'm like, but it's my water everywhere. <laughs> and I try to do. I'm like, okay, this is my water cup, and this will be my juice cup. Or if I get something else to drink, and I still end up with another cup. Like I don't know, I have an issue. <laughs> and not to be the one that not like to wash dishes, you would think <laughs> that right. I wouldn't use that many fucking cups. But yeah, I do. <laughs> Girl, listen, the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> so. We are going to quickly then segment to our new music, books, TV segment. Anything that you kind of want to get off your chest and share with the people? Nothing for me. I'm trying to think new music. I feel like I do like the song with Meg Thee Stallion and Freddie, Bankroll Freddie. I feel like it's Meg's song, but I like it. Because <laughs> I'm like, I feel like she ate this song like to the max. And he just got on there and, you know, okay. it was me. <laughs> I haven't actually heard that one yet. Um, but I downloaded that. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. No, do documentaries. documentaries. No, um, I haven't found anything interest, interesting, but I did see on one of my posts on Facebook and I got to go back because I forgot all about, it's a channel called American Heroes and they have like a lot of documentaries on there. So I definitely have to go back and pick that back up. I don't know what made me stop, but yeah, so I'll be back on. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, on my end, the only thing that I have new that I have picked up, I've been checking out, I just started Alter Carbon on Netflix. It's a sci-fi show, of course. Y'all know that's my genre. So I just started that on Netflix literally today. I started one episode, about maybe two two episodes in. So I just started that. I am re-watching the last season of Pose only because the final season is getting ready to pick up soon. And I feel like it's been such a long, long time since season three aired and this new season is come it's like been such a huge break that I feel like I need to catch up well rewatch those last couple episodes just so I can refresh my memory but I already saw the preview for the the final season and I know there's just going to be tears being shed uh because I sense death is coming 
some of my faves and I just not ready. Not ready at all. But outside of that, nothing new on my side other than that. Yeah, that's all I got in that in that department. Anything else for you? No, nothing else for me. I feel like I want to pick up on that show though. I don't know. We'll see. But I feel like that about watching because Handmaid's Tales come back on soon. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm gonna have to rewatch the whole season. Before. That's what I'm saying. Like, I hate when they take. I know that it's it's just to extend kind of the the seasons or whatever. Um, but I hate when they take such huge breaks like that. Like over, I feel like it's been over a year since yeah. the end of you know last season of Pose, and that's why I feel like I gotta go back just so I can refresh my memory of what the hell actually happened last season because I, I I remember some of it but then I don't remember a lot of it anywho and I know you said that you didn't have a rant this week so I am going to then jump right into the nerd moment of the week and um, this one is going to be pretty short and sweet as well First and foremost, I just want to apologize to all of you out there. I know I said I would be watching Falcon the Winter Soldier, and I do plan on watching it, but I am super behind. I've only watched the first episode, and I think they're on like episode four or five. five I think five is going to be uh, airing on Friday, so I'm like super, super behind on it. So instead of giving you every episode play by play, I'm just going to wait till the end of the season and give you my full review on the season just because I'm so far behind on that. I am caught up on the CW's Flash. Um, I think we are on episode eight that just aired. Um, I'm not really going to give you a, a synopsis of the last three episodes that we've seen just because honestly, it hasn't been that memorable. Um, I'll be completely honest. I'm a little like saddened by this season of The Flash. Um, I had high hopes for Eric taking over a showrunner, Black man, supposedly, you know, bringing in diversity and different things and yada, yada, yada. Uh, and I mean, while it has been a little bit better, it hasn't been like to the extent that I expected it to be. Like I expected him to give way more than he's been given Um as far as just the leaning into some of the blackness. I mean, you have a lot of, they have a lot of diversity on that show as far as the characters, whether it be Asian, um, Asian Americans, Black Americans, Hispanic American. Like, I mean, there's a lot of diversity on that show and I don't feel like it's celebrated enough or used properly enough. And I think to me that falls back on the writing and on the production. And so, I mean, if you're going to hedge yourself as a showrunner and kind of take over that mantle and say that you're going to be leaning into certain things, you don't pull it off. It is what it is. But yeah, this season to me, this far hasn't been that memorable. The best episode was actually last week's episode, in my opinion, um, where they did a throwback to the 90s. I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. It was funny, which to me, that's what I liked about The Flash in the beginning is it was it had like a element of comedy to it in a superhero show all rolled into one. It was like a lot of heart in there and just, eh. it's been lacking that for a couple of years. And so, yeah, it is what it is. Moving on from that. I, we also got a release date on Titans season three scheduled to be released on July 15th. It's 
going to be making its debut on HBO Max. Obviously, it was on the DC streaming service before, but they closed that down this year and moved pretty much all those shows have moved to HBO Max, including Titans. So it'll be premiering on July 15th. Also, in that regards, um, DC Warner Brothers has made the announcement that starting 2022, they will go back to their original format where movies, I mean, everything will premiere at the movies as opposed to the format they've been using during COVID, where the same day that it comes out in the movie theater, you get it on HBO Max. You will not get that starting in 2022. It's going to go back to the the old format, which kind of makes me sad just because I feel like if one of the, like I said, one of the things that came out of COVID is we had to kind of learn to do things differently. And I feel like for them, it was successful, right? A lot of people, um, their numbers for last week's Kong versus Godzilla were huge on the movie front. They they made a lot of money from streaming as well as from in the theaters of people who actually went to the theaters and went out to see it. So I'm like, if it's working and it's not, you know, not causing you to go in the red, why not? But at the same time, I get it. Because, you know, you want to, the movie theaters are who support, allow them to make movies. So if, you know, they want to show support back to the movie theaters, then they got to do what they got to do. So I get it. But at the same time, I'm just like, Ugh. I, I got so used to just being able to watch things on HBO Max <laughs> instead of having to go to the theater if I didn't want to. But I do miss the movie theater at the same time. I, I cannot wait to go see a movie. Yeah definitely one of those two kind of twofold like i'm soon as i um i probably as soon as after i get my second shot i'm gonna the first thing i'll probably do is go take in a movie just because man i have missed going to the movie theater so much but i still still love the idea of being able to like watch a movie that premiere on hbo max if i want to as opposed to having to go to the theater but it is what it is also, in that, um, in regards to DC, Black Adam, after a quadrillion, bajillion years, um, I said I seen a stat that said that all the way back in like I think it was two thousand and six was when The Rock was first cast as Black Adam. So that's how long this movie has been in the works. Finally, um, this uh, earlier this week, it finally went into production. So they finally started production on Black Adam. So, um, and we know that it's scheduled, slated to be released sometime late in 2022. So that's a good look in that regard. And then my final, final nerd moment for this week, for all of us out there who have been waiting as patiently, um, fighting through all of the rumors and everything, finally, Friday, the 23rd, Mortal Kombat. We're finally getting it. That Mortal Kombat movie is finally coming out. I am super excited, super stoked. I'm a, I'm mostly excited to kind of see the direction that they're going in with this one. They said that for once, um, they're actually leaning into the fact that it is a martial arts movie. So they're kind of leading, leaning heavily on the Asian characters that are so popular within the game as opposed to the typical Sonya Blade and Johnny love story movie that all the other Mortal Kombat's had kind of in previous Mortal Kombat's movies had in in um, 
in common. Um, actually, Johnny won't even Johnny Cage will not even be featured in this first movie. There's talks that he may be in if they get a sequel, he may be in the sequel, but he's not even in the first one. So I'm just saying we're getting something different here, you guys. So I'm super excited about it. I will be checking it out um, on the 23rd. So, but outside of that, you know, that's it for me in regards to the nerd moment of the week. Anything else on your end, Fallon Deanne? Nothing else for me. All right. So then per usual, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Good night, guys. Good night.